Hello and welcome to the Random Pinoy Geek Podcast, the show where we geek out to three random topics until the timer runs out. I'm your random host, Sushi, and with me are... Elvin? JR. <laughs> okay. We're leaving that in. We're friends and geeks who grew up in the Philippines and in each episode, we hang out and talk about things that are near and dear to all our little geeky hearts. But before we start, if you would like to support the show and are a content creator ready to take the next step in your journey, check out Episodify.com. They'll help produce and edit any content you're creating, whether it's audio or video, short form or long form, they do it all. That's Episodify.com. They do it all for you. <laughs> all right. Now, on to the episode. Our first topic, my topic would be, uh, what would be your favorite type or genre of game? Because mine is anything that involves cooperation or socializing. Like, are you guys familiar with It Takes Two? Or yeah. maybe... Wait, are we talk- we're talking about, to clarify, we're talking about video games, yes? Uh, um, that sounds like a video... Because Take-Two is a video I know the, game. I know, the, but, I know the video game, but uh-huh. the question. Ah, well, okay, let's start with the video game. Because the first... Oh, we're going to talk about all the games. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> well, okay. genre of a game, a type of game. I mean, I just gave It Takes-Two as a, an example. So I guess the earliest type of co- co-op game that I played was Contra. Right? So we have two players helping each other attain a goal, right? So I love it when I'm playing with someone that we help each other. Instead of versus games, like fighting games, I'm not really into fighting games. So I love co-op games. Does it stress you out when you you have to fight somebody, like a friend in a video game? I used to be competitive and it does stress me out now. But here's the thing. There's a game called Overcooked. It's cooperative and even moving out where you help each other. But it still stresses me out if the person cannot... If, are you familiar with Overcooked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like it's more of like... I think that's more of the game that you're cooking. Yes. And you're directing people. Mm. So there's like a tendency for co-op games where the, the no, most no, over, powerful... Overcooked is technically no one's directing. No one's you're directing. All yeah, but you can then start <laughs> yelling at people. Yes. Yeah. Some you, people like to role a, play. It's a requirement. You they're like audience. they're role playing your. Uh, Actually, inner. you should. That's 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 what what we do when I play with with my nephews and niece. It's like who's the chef? Okay, right. So who's the sous chef? And then who's the yeah, line cook? We, we don't we don't go with sous chef because it's it's just four people. But uh, yeah, yeah. Th- there's there's no sous chef there. So you have the ingredients. You have the utensils. Yeah. <laughs> So you know, you, everyone gets to pitch in. How and do you contribute. not know Overcook? I know I am familiar with Overcook. He's I'm just familiar. saying that I'm just saying that in that situation, it's still cooperative. But somebody's yelling. But isn't it to take two? <laughs> because it's wrong. Yelling. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You, your pe- <laughs> people are going to be role playing their inner Gordon Ramsay to play that game. But in it takes. Wait, two, you don't have to. You're not supposed to. <laughs> you're not supposed to. But people but love do. to do it. If people are OC, I guess. No, they just like to quote like, oh, it's raw. Or it's or, like... Or, it's so raw, a seasoned vet can bring it back to life. Yeah. Yeah, stuff like, like that. Yeah. You know, I, I do like that. Idiot sandwich, <laughs> things like that. But it takes two, doesn't it? Isn't that a game that has a lot of parts where if the other person doesn't do well, you die? So you're going to be like uh, fighting a lot because of that? Um, 
necessarily hmm you still die even if the per- other person isn't doing anything like mm-hmm. so the game is all about timing like you open the fan or you switch the direction of the fan so that the person flies so th- th- maybe that's the part that you're saying that it depends on the mm. other. Oh wait, is this the one yeah. you're 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 criminals? No, no, it's no. It's this, a is husband, one small one. this is the husband one. This is the one that's small people. This is the yeah, one that's small. rated as number one best co-op game of ever. Because I sort of like I remember there's there's two two those those types of co-op games. One is like they're two cute little creatures, that's little and the other one is like they're two um, criminals. Not, it's neither of them. That's not the. It's it's not takes two. It it, it takes two is about a couple who's about to di- divorce, and that their oh, child okay. doesn't want that to happen. So they become cursed, and they become toys. Like oh, yeah, one yeah, is the wooden one. doll. The yeah, other the, the, is oh, well, I didn't know that there was a doll. story. There's a story. I didn't know that they were supposed to be divorced. That's why they bicker all the time. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's why they bicker, and and the, and of course their kid doesn't want them to separate. They become cursed, and that—that's where the story kicks in. That's where the quests kick in. Like you have to figure out how to become human again. And through their journey, I haven't finished the game, but I think through their journey, they might reconcile. I mean, <laughs> it would be sad if they don't. If they didn't, it would. But it yeah. would be more accurate to real life. It's possible that there might be. Different endings, <laughs> so I don't know. I haven't finished it. Cause the the have you ever actually heard about divorce couple that reconciled? I haven't. I, I haven't it's heard not of like a divorce is legal in the Philippines. So I haven't yeah. heard of a divorce couple that turned into toys though. So <laughs> I mean, maybe that's the that's the magic of it. All. That's what it takes. That's why it's a game. It takes two. <laughs> it takes two. <laughs> Like for for me though, like the genre of like video games that I enjoy, I'm trying to think about it. Cause strategy games are fun, but the thing that I really enjoy the most, like a video game that I enjoy the most, would be like something along the lines of like 4X, or mm-hmm. where you have a race and then you're building a civilization, then you're like expanding and then attacking other races. So what was the first one? Master just- for Orion is the like the one that I remember. The, the, piece, the, the Famicom one. No, no, that's, oh, that's PC. PC. What's the name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the Master name of Orion. It's rated as one of the best games ever, but X, it's yeah. old. It's very old. Is it? Uh, it I looks think, old. Is a I problem. I think it's underrated. <laughs> I mean, I haven't heard of the game oh. Master of Masters, Orion. Masters of Orion. Yes. Oh. So you get a race. You choose a race, and then you have a home planet. Uh-huh. And each race has different abilities. Sometimes, like. Like the pollutants, I think. Like they they can survive even if their plants like toxic. So uh-huh. they can live on planets. They can colonize planets that are essentially people can't live there. Unliv- yeah. And then you make you build colonies. You create an economy. You build spa- spaceships, and then you attack or diplomatize or other with other races, other races. And then there's like a ancient technology that you discover that and then. It's 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 all really cool stuff like that. So there's R and D where you progress your yeah, you advance yeah, your technology. Four X for the people that don't understand what four X is, is four X is explore, uh-huh. expand, exploit, and exterminate. So you're trying to expand your empire, mm-hmm. explore the galaxy, exploit the resources, and then exterminate your enemies. Oh. I'm pretty sure it's extractors. I don't know, but yeah, same thing. <laughs> 
there's four X's and each of them describe what you're doing in the in the simulation. Yeah. And so that's I think the thing that I like because it has, I guess it can be a little bit of a an answer that isn't an answer because it's several genre put together. But I, I mean, 4X itself is a genre. So. Yeah, I guess. Uh-huh. I guess. It's fine. So, it, just a question. So, is Civ Civilization? Kind of. Is yes, 4X? It's exactly 4X. It, uh, yeah. Age of Empire. Yes. <laughs> well, exactly? SimCity isn't, but Civilization is. Yeah, Age of Empires is RTS. Yeah. RTS is real time strategy. Age of Empires is. Age of- oh, wait, no. Age of Empires is a kind of a 4X also because you're, you're, you have a culture. Like tree, right? Age of yeah, Empires. Yeah, you have the seven wonders. But it's oh, no. more yeah. RTS, I think. It's more. It's I played Age of Mythology, which is maybe the same thing, but with I Zeus. It, but yeah, I I think it it's more of four X because it has that components of your building. You have resource gathering. I guess where you progress your the age. Exactly. Your empire is in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, where you progress the age. So as the age moves forward, but But, but by that logic, even Red Alert is 4X. Well, mm, not really. Red you Alert. unlock technology, but you yeah, don't you have, research. You have, you have, yeah, exactly. You have, a, you have a specific flow of whatever you have, and that's it. Like your your I, I faction guess. is locked to mm. like, these are the, this is the tech tree that you have. Whereas there's no exploration, per se, there's no expansion per se. Ah, how but about it has RTS? But there are elements, elements versus yeah. very much versus so. Sib, which is just 4x, 4x period, purely 4x. Okay, yeah. and then mm. last question about the 4x or RTS. Let's just clarify. Let me give an example for RTS. Maybe it might be oh. Starcraft. Oh yeah. Mm. So I think 4x is turn based. Generally, yes. they're turn based. Yeah, that's right. why. That's why it's that's not RTS. Okay. Yeah, that's why it's, it's not RTS. Real time. Ah, yeah. all right. So is is uh, Age of Empires real time? Mm, it's, yes, it's real time. If it's real time, then yes, it's RTS. a it's RTS. More on <laughs> yeah. So there's evolve. There there's like age. The ages games. Age blah blah blah. But mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's RTS. It's not the focus. So yeah, yeah. thank you. No uh, thank you. And J- how about you, Jr? I I don't believe you've told us what your favorite jo- genre or type of game is. <laughs> no, it's hard. Focus on type of video. Video game. game. I I like anything where you level up. So the grind. You like the grind. Not the grind, but I I like progression. Oh, so you have clear progression. Mm, like even if you're stuck. In Dracula's castle, killing <laughs> a million zombies. At least you're leveled up. I like uh, Castlevania, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't like Metroid. Okay, what what's the difference? You level up. <laughs> Metroid is, I guess, sci-fi. No, Ma- Metroid, you don't level up. You don't. Well, early parts, uh, old like you, parts you of, of Castlevania don't have level no, ups. Like, uh, I'm talking about the Metroidvania ones. The current ones. Oh. The current Metroidvania, ones. by the way, and I just re- recently <laughs> learned this. That the term. I know it's Metroid. I didn't realize that it's Metroidvania because of Castlevania. <laughs> uh, because of Spir- um, Symphony of the Night specifically, I think. Everything after Symphony of the Night, Aria of Sorrow, Aria of Blah Blah Blah, Dawn of Sorrow, Blah yeah. Blah Blah, are all Metroidvania. Yeah. And I just didn't realize that. The, I just thought that the Vania there was like a because it's Metroid will wrap some random like mania word. you're yeah, thinking like, mania. Like, like Metroid mania yeah, yeah exactly and then they just made it cool and mania. Then, or, or megalovania I don't know <laughs> but yeah I just realized that like last week mm-hmm. that it's actually Metroid <laughs> and Castlevania yes 
Are yeah. they from the same dev- developer? It's, it's the same genre. genre. It's, it's the genre is Metroidvania. So essentially, you start uh-huh. off with a, your Wii character, uh-huh. and then you explore. And when you're exploring, you get more and more powers until you become more and more powerful. Uh-huh. And but, that's but sort of like, Metroid. I don't know about the new ones, but the original, the second Metroid, which is the one you tried, you don't level up. Mm-hmm. You get more weapons. You get a lot of stuff. things, but you don't level up. So what's the difference between roguelike games? And Metroidvania. I mean, roguelike, roguelike is is from Rogue Legacy. Yes. No, roguelike is uh, okay. So the one, the, no, the original the, the, game, the, the term. Yeah. So roguelike is a type of game where you play. It's from Rogue. The the it's oh, like Rogue old, Legacy is different from roguelike. Uh, from Rogue. Yeah, Rogue is like an old DOS okay, game. I think uh-huh. essentially roguelike means like every time you play. It's it procedurally, no procedurally generated maps ah. one for one, uh-huh. and you have to keep playing it several times. Yeah, and essentially, <laughs> when you die, roguelike is when you die, you lose all of your. There's progress, no save your yeah. progress. You just go back to the beginning, but of course, you learn how to play it, so you play differently. Um, a more common example nowadays of roguelike. Uh, well, my favorite version uh-huh. is the one where you're a hot god. The hot one where God, yeah, you're H- a hot Hades? guy. Hades, yeah, it's there. It's <laughs> Jr. Oh, life. What? Hades. <laughs> Hades. 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 Okay. Well, you know, to be to be perfectly clear, he's a demigod. Yeah, so of course a demigod. Or a quasi god. I think demi demigod. demi because yeah, he's like yeah. the kid of. Or no, three fourths god. Huh? Because he is what? the son of Persephone. And, Who is a god? Oh, spoiler, and Hades. Hades. He's, Persephone Persephone's is a god. half human, I think. In yeah 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 wrong. yeah her dad is human her mother's Demeter Demeter yes. is it Demeter so Demeter so he's one half so one fourth right one th- Hades is a god Hades is a god and and and, and Persephone Persephone is half god so huh? he's three fourths math is not a good part of our <laughs> tri quasi god so so the part of him he's one fourth human. He gets half a god from Hades. And, and one then fourth. one fourth of so it's he's one fourth, he's three fourths god, one fourth human. Yes. Okay. So three fourths god. Oh, okay. So I was thinking because one fourth uh human. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, all right. I was like, so, who's the protagonist for, for that game? For Hades. Depends. Hades uh, could be there's, Hades. There's no, no, no. The protagonist. Name? No, no. As his his name is Zagreus. Zagreus. Oh, so there's Zagreus. a name. Yes. So that's the Three fourths. <laughs> him, him. Yeah, he's the son of Hades. He's the son. Right. He's the son of Hades. the The story of Hades is really, really cool. But is that type of game that you like? Horror I finished Hades. Hades. I mean the, the rogue like. Yeah, rogue like is that? Does that's the. Fa- oh okay. Oh no, you don't. Well, you he, the modern rogue likes have virtual level ups. Yeah, yeah. You like game skills. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. no, you don't no, need you, specifically skills. You gain HP. Like buffs you outside gain, of games, but like. y- yeah, there's progress. You gain more health, but it's oh, it's it's least progressing than actually just leveling up. Okay. All right. So time's up. My takeaway from this: well, my favorite game is something that you have to play with other people, not just the. But you can't play. Game. You can't play. It takes two alone. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way. No. Oh no way. You have to play it online or local co-op. Ah, so you can play it. Online with a random, yeah, a random, which someone. you can't yell at, so it's no fun. <laughs> that I haven't tried. Maybe there's voice chat. All right, so I'll know. try it. It's free on it's free on PS Plus at the moment. <laughs> so yeah, 
Yeah, there you go. Sponsor us, Sony. Thank you. <laughs> we wish. <laughs> All right, next up is Elvin. Tell us about your topic. Okay, so for my topic, it's actually a TV show that I watched recently. It's a show called... Blue. Uh, not no? Blue. No. <laughs> no, that's for a different episode. No, this one is, is uh, My Adventures with Superman. It's the most recent Superman show. Its big claim to fame is that it is in the style of anime. More specifically, United States style anime, like Avatar or The so, Dragon Prince. So animation. Anime anime styled or inspired animation because they still have sweat drops sometimes. They have like the big eyes, the so super deformed. <laughs> kind of like Teen Titans is a good, mm. good example. The first one, not Go. Yeah. The art style is like that and it's actually pretty refreshing because it shows a Superman that's actually positive. Not like Wait, the what? dark. What? Because the dark Superman is like the thing nowadays, especially with Zack Snyder. And more often than not, Superman is like shown as like this dark, brooding, but tortured character sometimes. Originally, well. Superman's bright and happy and prosperous. Yeah, right? Yeah. So it's I, essentially Superman's first days in Metropolis. He just He just moved there from the country and he's just this big himbo guy <laughs> and then he meets Lois and Lois is like this cute little um, city girl I'm a city she, girl she's, a, she's like a Korean tomboy in the, in the animation in the animation oh, right. so it's like um, it checks a lot of guys boxes <laughs> like, she Asian lit, cute if you know do you watch the Owl House or have you seen the Owl House seen it, heard. But, yeah. yeah seen it okay anyway because she kind of looks like one of the characters from the Owl House except grown up so it's also, but the thing is, they seem to encapsulate a lot of the characters of who they are early on. Like um, Clark is earnest and kind, but also very unsure about how strong he is. And so that sort of leads into his own anxieties about, oh, I don't want to hurt people, this but is, I want to protect this them. This is just Smallville with extra steps. It's kind of like... It, it's kind of like Smallville, except the secret identity isn't that a big that big of a deal, and he he has his powers. So what do you mean it's not big of a deal? Um, Lois immediately knows. Lois finds out in like the third episode or something. Like, I guess she's not as thick as Lana Lang. No, but like Smallville is like they don't find out until like the third season out of ten. So it's or second. It's I not, guess. Yeah. But they don't spend like an entire season like oh who is this who is that. Yeah. It's pretty quick. It has a great pace and how they show the characters is actually pretty good. And it's very fun. It's very positive. It's so I mean, I, I, it sounds good, but Smallville is just peak Superman for me. Smallville is a different type of Superman. Because remember, he's like a kid there. Yeah. Well, didn't Smallville focus on his high school, college yeah, life? Exactly. For, uh, for two years. For two, for two seasons. Years. But, oh, so after se uh, on season three, they went to Metropolis? Or yeah, to at a certain point, they did yeah. move oh, to Metropolis. Did. Was he dark and brooding? <laughs> no, he, was, he, was, he, he only was when he was on Red Kryptonite. Uh -huh. But he did sort of become like this. Like season 10. No, no, no. There was an earlier season where I remember clearly he was standing on top of like the roof with a trench coat and it's like. Red Kryptonite. <laughs> was that the Red Kryptonite episode? Yeah, yeah. With but any anything where he wears a leather, a black leather, whatever, 
is our red kryptonite yeah, episode. Yeah. The red kryptonite <laughs> is the um, what's that thing? Grease. The grease. He turns. He turns <laughs> he into, turns into, John into, into John Travolta. <laughs> it's like Olivia Newton-John with red kryptonite turns into this like um, sexy woman, and then Clark turns emo. But the idea is like they are new to to Metropolis. And it's him trying. They're interns at the Daily Planet. Even Lois is an intern. So okay. Lois, it's, a, it's <laughs> the, the more you explain it, the more it just sounds like small. Well, <laughs> well, it's at the same time his best friend. But to is, be fair, if this started, because this sounds like it started mid Smallville, like season five, six, right? Yeah, it's so kind of it, like it, later it, Smallville. It, it, yeah, it can be later Smallville onward. Yeah, and well, here's something that. Oh, fun enjoy. fact: there's actually a Smallville season eleven. They're but gonna it's in no, the comics. It's it's a comic. Mm-hmm. So they I did never that for Buffy. They did that for Buffy too. Ah, like Josh Whedon wrote a series of um of comics. Jo- Josh Whedon owes us a lot of series that he should have finished. Yeah, yeah. he did the same for Firefly, which yeah. which is a that's gonna be a different discussion. Yeah, but for Superman though, his oh, best friend. I have friend, a question: Who who speak? Because Tom Welling is obviously peak Superman. Superboy. I kind of feel. Yeah. Yeah. Clark. Who who but who's peak Lois Lane? Oh. This current Lois Lane is pretty good. Margot Kidder. Except Kidder's that he's a car- she's a cartoon. Except she's a cartoon. <laughs> That's why. Actually, the, the one in the se- current series in WB, the Superman oh, and Lois Lane, yeah. her Lois Lane is actually very good. But it's a more mature Lois. It's like a Lois Lois has a mother. So it's actually yeah. but Still pretty good. Erica Durant is also really good. She's okay. But I don't know. She's too farm girly, less city, even though she just moved to the farm. Kinda. She didn't strike me as Lois as honestly the cartoons Lois is so Lois. The cartoon Lois, the one with cat eyes, is yes. What is the baseline from, Lois first? <laughs> like the from cartoon, the, com- the com- comics? I think the cartoon the com- Lois is the best. She yeah. But what we're talking about, like peak Lois. Real person. That's the problem. Oh. Yeah. Terry Hatch. <laughs> Terry Hatcher's an okay Lois. Actually, but she's extremely um I don't think there were any bad Lois Lanes, actually. Not really. Not really. Lois is well, the way that you fail Lois is when you make her passive. Because Lois is very proactive, the character. Yeah. Was Amy Adams also She's okay. She was I think Amy best. Adams is relatively the least. Yeah, best. it's it's more of because she's not like every time I think of Amy Adams as Lois Lane, it gets over. You know how how it like gets overturned or overcome by Amy Adams in Talladega Nights, because they kind of look the same. Amy Adams anywhere. Yeah, to be fair. <laughs> a- Amy Adams in oh in Smallville. Smallville she too. Was there Smallville as a, too. as a villain. But going back to what I was saying about the best friend, Jimmy Olsen in here. You know the traditional anime thing where it's gonna be a trio. The main character, the main character's best friend, and the girl, mm-hmm. Jimmy Olsen, his best friend is also an African American kid. Wait, Jimmy Ols- Olsen here is also black. Oh. Yes, yes. So they got it from Supergirl. It's kind of like because su- that's the first black Jimmy, right? Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like that, except he's like a YouTuber that does conspiracy theories. What mm. year is this set, by the way? This year, now. This so year. it's a present day Superman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why I haven't watched it. I'm actually <laughs> relatively a Superman fan. So it's 10 episodes. They have like cameos. Uh, Slade is there as a government agent. Hmm. Amanda oh, it's Waller. it's just 10 period. Ten, so far. Uh, f- first season. 
because they they do did a cliffhanger of the season, mm. and the idea is like he doesn't know his superpowers. In fact, there's this episode where Kryptonite isn't introduced until that episode where it was shown to be from a different dimension, and he's like, "What's that thing?" And then he starts. Be oh, feeling weak. how's the Lex Luthor here? Or there's no Lex Luthor yet. yet. Who's who's the villain or what's so the catch? <laughs> the, the villain so far is like Intergang, which is like the criminal organizations in Metropolis. And then later on it's Ivo or the Parasite. He's Ivo, mm. which is normally the doctor that creates Amazo. Dr. But here Doctor Ivo. But here it's like he's a tech bro. He he he's oh, like he's like bro. he's like a tech bro. He's like Starting a <laughs> Yeah, he's like an Elon Musk-type character, but he turns into the parasite. He drains powers from Superman. And then Mi Mr. Mixilpizit... Uh, Mr. Mixilpizilic. Uh, yeah. yeah, that guy. Him. <laughs> so they adapted the villains so well. They adapted everything they to present day. Yeah. yeah. They, they, you have to, because you can't not. And Mr. Mr. Mixilpizilic... Mixilpizilic? Mixilpizilic. I know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mixilpizilic. Yeah, Missile Pizzlick is he looks like one of those gods from Dragon Ball. You know the ones that have like little Kame, balls. It's like Kamehameha. The Kami, the Kami from Dragon Ball. Oh, like, the blue one. The blue ones. Yes, mm. that's how. That's what he looks like. So it's like, oh, it's like clearly anime. In Supergirl, he's a hunky guy. But wait, who's peak Lex Luthor though? Is it collectively Michael Rosenbaum? Michael yes. Rosenbaum is very good as Lex Luthor. Versus who? Gene Hackman, nah. but Gene Hackman is like, but Gene Hackman. Uh, but are you talking about like cartoon? Because animated Lex Luthor still is animated. I animated mean, is, animated the best. is hard because animated is like literally draw what he should be. Well, the voice actor also has to impart a lot of his voice actors greater than real actors. Period. Yeah, that's the unfortunate <laughs> truth. No bias. <laughs> that's the unfortunate thing. Because they're really, really good, the voice actors for It's like asking Justice who League. the best Batman is. Yeah. That's like... He played Batman already in live action. Though. I know, but like, he's... Like, yeah, there's no question. Unfortunately, the Batman that he played is terrible. he died. Yeah. I mean, of it, course. It, you know, yeah. eventually, all, all of us will. Wait, who's Pete Lex? I said Gene Hackman. Is that, that's an actual answer? Yeah. He's, 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 he's Lex Luthor With as hair. a... No, not I mean, just that. He, he's Lex Luthor as an opposition to Superman. He's literally the opposition of of that version of Superman, which is I, the I Christopher Reeves. I guess during that time. Yeah. Aside from there being like no one else. Yeah, because <laughs> the current super, current live action Lex Luthor, I, I don't necessarily like. I oh, feel... this is, the one, is this still the one that showed up in Supergirl? Okay, so the Supergirl Lex Luthor is the guy from Two and a Half Men. Is it? Yes, it's the guy That's from him? Two, yes. That's the worst one. Yes, it's the guy from Two and a Half really? Men. Really? Yes. It is. I kind of knew. That I, he kind of looked like... Jim Carner? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. He kind of looked like that, but yeah. also... Men, 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 men. Yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's him. Unfortunately, you know, he gets... Well, fortunately, he gets punched by... Charlie Sheen? <laughs> not Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Charlie Sheen is Lex Luthor. <laughs> that might be closer to the truth than we would I ever know. know. I, I'd watch but, that. Charlie Sheen as, as Lex Luthor. Give it to us. <laughs> yeah. But all in all, it's a great show. And when you think about like 
when you think about the Superman mythos, it really adds to it in a way that's really nice and it builds up. It kind of gives me the feels of Justice League back in the day, Justice League when it's starting. Or the, I guess the, anim- adv- the, the animation. Yeah, exactly. The the way that it's like, oh, it's a whole new world that is just ripe for great things. And you know what will make you ripe for great things is if you get help when you're putting in your content. Shout out to the folks helping us with our podcast here, episodify.com. If you need someone to help edit your videos, your podcast shorts, or whatever other projects that you have, Episodify can help you with that. They offer different packages and provide discounts when you buy more hours. So if you're just starting out and would benefit from some professional assistance, or you want to make your job easier, give them a call. Thanks to Episodify.com. Now back to the show. Thank you so much, Alvin. I'd like to say I have to watch all of those shows that you talked about for Superman. Smallville is in Amazon. Uh, is in yeah, is it's in Prime Video. Prime Video. And Prime awesome. Video is uh-huh. 157 a month. Sponsor us, sponsor us, Prime Video. <laughs> <laughs> so do so. It, just do it. So next, our next topic is with Jr. Right. Um. Well, since we're talking about like superhero and whatever stuff. Let's talk about Magic the Gathering. <laughs> well, the whiplash is like painful. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I want to talk about like card, not Magic the Gathering specifically, but like card games, TCGs, and, and stuff like that. So, like, how did everyone start? What do you like? What do you not like? How? What do you think about it today? Stuff like that. My first trading card game was... Magic the Gathering, and it was back in 2004 or 2005. Oh, yeah, let's start with that question. Your first trading card game, Magic the Gathering Magic 2005. The, yeah, and I mm. think the first deck that I had was score. Well, it was the one with Phage, Jessica, and I forgot the other guy. If you're familiar with that, JR. I know Phage. This is the one that if Phage it hits you, you're dead. That's like, Phage that's like dying. Untouchable. Uh, that's but, like uh, Apocalypse yeah. or No, it's a, it's a seven it's that, cost. No, no, I mean like the set. That, the, that yeah, the, the expansion uh, it came out. Isn't that In the, 2005, Phage was not standard legal. So Sushi yeah. was playing with a older, stuff. older, older set. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that like um, Onslaught? No. Yeah, what, that block. Yeah. What, I had a deck that had the ge- gears. I think the expansion with the gears. That's, that's Urza. And that's then Urza. The, Urza's, okay, Urza's, and then Saga. the bridge. That's uh, Exodus. So I had old cards. Yeah, <laughs> but Phage was relatively new. Yeah, he was, at, the, at 2005. Phage yeah. ah. was legal in two in the 2003 nationals. Worlds legal meaning you standard can, standard standard legal, legal. you can or play them two. on tournaments you on can co- standard on tournaments. standard tournaments. So the way Magic works competitively is, and most TCGs adapt this, is there's a standard format, which is the most recent. One. TCGs name it differently, but it's relatively the last two years and change worth of cards, <laughs> basically. So they do this obviously as a corporate move to keep you buying cards. So after that, the, the older cards migrate into an older format, or not which could be format. something else. Yeah, vintage, golden age. I don't know what other things call it. So they're still legal, but in that format. Yeah. 
But but yeah, um, the reason I brought it up is because most people start with standard format decks because mostly they're cheaper to get into non-competitive decks. Because standard is still expensive. It's just as expensive as everything else if you're in it to win nationals, worlds, whatever. But if you're if you just want to play and you want a friendlier format, you get into standard. And at least back then. Back then. Now there's a, other it, formats it, it, which we'll not get into because it's just too much. Yeah. Well, Magic. I started playing Magic in the nineties. Uh, wow. I don't wanna. Well, I started playing Magic in in high school. And so we were doing like a, it's a funny, I think I told you guys the story back in the day, but we were doing a, an English assignment and one of my classmates is because it's a speech writing thing. You're supposed to instruct people on how to do something. And his speech was, how do you play Magic the Gathering? And we were like, what's this Magic the Gathering? We didn't know what this thing was. And then it's like, okay, we're going to teach you how to play that. And then he was giving out cards as well. I remember the cards he gave me. He gave me like a giant growth and a crawl worm. It's like, wow, this crawl worm looks cool. cool. <laughs> the artwork is. This is Shang Long. There's <laughs> also a 5-5, five, five, right? 6-4. Six, 6-4. Four. Six, four. Yeah. 6 to cast 6-4. The four. total is right. 6-4. 6-4. And it's like, um, it's it's like looking at the scars and then like the giant growth oh it was like one green and then a f- I think it was a forest a crawl worm and a giant growth there's like those are the cards they gave you, like, he he gave you a forest a crawl worm and yeah, a giant yeah, growth yeah, so at, at least you couldn't e- so you couldn't even cast the <laughs> no <laughs> the, you couldn't cast it we didn't know what Only the cards were we're just land. looking at them and and so magic was like a what, really what big landed, thing what expansion did the land come from I think Revised or something, which had the arrow symbol. Uh, it had the, the sideways yeah. T. Oh, the oh. sideways T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sideways T. No, yeah, yeah. I, I was get because I was hoping it actually had that's fourth the, edition. The 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 no, 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 the alpha and beta ones, which uh-huh. actually say tap. The, the yeah, and no, people would unlimited. put the card on the table and, lit- and literally <laughs> tap, tap on the card with the, the finger. That, that, that tend that, that tend to happen a lot before, mm-hmm. which I think might be partly why they had to. Draw an arrow or yeah, do illustrate, yeah. <laughs> which uh, well, they have trademarked, by the way. Yeah, it's part wow. of the trade. Oh no, the tra- it's a term tap. That's it's a symbol also. That's why they the symbols and the mana symbols they. No, I think the symbol is a... the symbol. I think the symbol is fine. It's the word tap. That's why I'm not sure. I, I, I believe that I'm the symbols sure. were 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 included because I remember the, like the mana a, symbols, yeah, but the tap, yeah, mana symbols, sure. yeah, and yeah. So like that was how I was introduced to magic back in the day. And it was a big thing in the school to the point where every lunch break, I can distinctly remember two parts of school life, yeah, before card games where people were like, during lunch break, they'd go out, they'd play, whatever. And then afterwards, when it was introduced, everybody during lunch break, everybody's just in the classroom playing. They're just playing at their desks, they're playing. Because it, it, it went through the school like wild fla- uh, wildfire. wildfire. And then it's like everybody was playing no, magic. it's a magic card. Just a question there because it's like a business opportunity. So did your classmate that had the speech instructing you on how to play, did he sell cards? <laughs> no. It, was um, a, it, wasn't, it was actually like crack. No. It, 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 it is like, it was, that's a business opportunity there. It spread like what for everyone was playing. <laughs> he should have sad. That's, well, how the, did people the, get 
their own cards. Well, they just bought it outside. They ah. bought it from us. To be fair, it was it, what, what, how much was a pack before? 50 pesos? No, they're not that. Um, a pack of magic cards at the time was around 100, 120 pesos. How many oh, that cards? time it was already 100. 100, 120 yeah. pesos. How many cards in that pack? I can't remember. I think is 15 it? maybe. Oh. Maybe 15. No, 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 not 15. Maybe. Like I can't remember. But the... It was less. The, the older packs so were less. So it's expensive no, no, already. The ten, <laughs> no, no. But the 10-card 10, 10 pack was Fallen Empires. That one was 75 pesos. Yeah. 60 to 70 pesos. I think... The, that yeah. one was 8 cards. No, because 15 is recent. Up to back then, it was like 11 or something. Maybe. Yeah. I it remember... Was, it's not a lot. I remember there's four cards and then the fourth card was the rare. And then I after... I think... Wasn't Fallen eight cards? So, I think around eight to ten. Fallen was it's less. Like Everything few. was like eleven cards or something. But us, us uh, dumb kids, is like, oh, you can get that for 50, 60 pesos. <laughs> we just buy Fallen Empire. Such garbage. Such a garbage set. Not anymore. No, it's still garbage. No, but there's ADH stuff now. No, Fallen Fallen Empire is like very few. It's really? not. Yeah, unfortunately, mm. Fallen Empires. It's Homerids, for goodness sake. When your claim to fame is the deep, what's it? The deep one or something? It's like yeah, this. Yeah. Or the, well, to be fair, it's a cool card. Um, the Ebon Praetor, which was the only card that had a picture of a rabbit. Mm. It's it's a rabbit in hell. Yep. So <laughs> the Ebon Praetor is like this demon thing on top of a, a lectern. And then he's like, there's this poor thing there kneeling, being dragged along by another demon and the rabbit. Like a literal bunny rabbit, like a large pink rabbit dragging, dragging this poor in front of the demon. Yes. <laughs> yes, in front of the Ebon Praetor. That's a cool card. It's like five five something. It does does weird things. Yeah, back then, it was a cool card. Oh, until now, it's kind of like cool looking. Ah, yeah, the art is cool. The yeah, artist, the art, the art the is, is crap. <laughs> <laughs> I think like spikes like you spikes meaning people that are like really competitive. Um, Jr. is like a competitive magic JR. player before. Pre-pandemic. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> There's a card from Fallen Empress called Derelor, which was a four to cast four four. So it costs it's a really cheap creature that's really big for the time. And the only drawback was like your black spells are more expensive, but you know, you don't Well, really... Sarah Angel existed during this time. That's true. So that's true. Four to cast four four five to cast. Sarah Angel's five to cast. No, I mean I mean the four to cast four four. Oh yeah, is it's, it's gonna just get to a... hit it's just gonna yeah. hit the the Sarah. But yeah, that was like the first magic set that I played. The uh, first magic set that I uh, had and uh, playing it and doing weird things like looking, reading Inquest? Inquest. Inquest magazine. Inquest. And, like, copying, what? <laughs> copying like the decks to make them. It's like really, really fun. But yeah, magic is like a really fun thing. But it's more of like that era is when I, I like. But I stopped magic for a long time. I stopped. Everyone stopped magic because I don't know why. No, I, I stopped in, a, is it Apocalypse or Invasion? Uh, the, a like, lot of people 2000. stopped during this time because I don't know why. No, I stopped during that time to play uh, Legend of the Five Rings. Wait, Legend of the Five Rings was two years earlier than magic, right? It's it, No, a couple years after. It came, it had... It's either two before or two after. I can't it, remember. It's much, yeah, it's around after. Because I started playing it during the Shadowlands expansion, which was like the second or third expansion after it, it came out with its Imperial set and then Emerald. And so I was like, I Shadowlands was just came out. And after what after that was like, I can't remember the name. It's it's the one that had Tutori's army. I can't remember the name of that set anymore. 
but it's another card game that was very different from from um, Magic the Gathering. Yeah, where you play like samurais and um, you had clans, oh, and so clans. it created this thing like, oh wow, well, I'm a I'm a dragon or I'm but a, I'm a crab. But it taught you to be polite. It uh, yeah yes <laughs> because <laughs> because to end your turn you have to say the table is yours. Yeah, or otherwise That's you lose honor. You lose honor. Yeah, and you lose you lost honor, right? You you, you don't end your turn. You, you incorrectly end your turn. You can get a warning at like a yeah, tournament yeah, or something. Yeah, something like oh. that. I think maybe it, maybe short, it was a house rule that for us we, you just lost honor. you lost honor, yeah. But the thing is, the idea is you're supposed to say the table's yours. It's literally in the rule. That's why people would just say when they're short when they're playing tournaments with table. Yeah, table. They just <laughs> say table. That's fine during tournaments. Yeah, it's shortcut. It's a shortcut. It's like yours. No, as long as the judge won't hear it. The judge is as long as the judge is okay with it. It's like uh -huh. table or yours. Okay. It's it's those those are the yours shortcuts. Because with yours is the, like the more common one. Yeah, but it's Back funnier. It's funnier table. when people say table. Table, table. and the, and then action. Do you? Point or, or no? He, he, no so he come just, on, just that's that's table. an excessive amount okay. of like just clearing up because with magic, right? When no, you say table. done, you knock on the table, done, and then that is a, that is either knock school. or you say done, <laughs> done. Okay, because that's a because that's a poker thing. Yeah, which is funny because when you with, check, you check. Yeah, but, but it's funny. You know who the who are the people like when you played magic when uh, when I came back to magic, you can see who were the ones that played L five. Because when they, they end the they say table. Or or yours. Do you know how to spot a pro? Yeah. They say go. Go. And that's legal. Cause no in, in magic. magic. Oh in magic. Because a lot of non-English speakers only understand go. Go. All right. So they're used to playing overseas, etc. Yeah. Per se. Yeah. Yes, because I like the, the first my first international Grand Prix. By international Grand Prix, I mean I played a in a Grand Prix internationally. The seventh round, I played against the Korean guy. The one that kind of looks like Sai with curly hair. I don't know his name. Sai, the Korean, <laughs> South Gangnam Korean Gangnam singer. Gangnam Style? <laughs> yeah. he oh, no, Gangnam he, he probably doesn't sound like, He doesn't look like... No, I'm kidding. But yeah, a Korean guy who didn't understand the word of English and didn't speak oh. a word of English. And this, but this he, tournament was held in where? Singapore. But he doesn't know English. Does yeah. he know at least Chinese and I don't know Korean? I Korean, guess. yeah. But no. that's not even the language in Singapore either. He's from Korea, exactly. And yeah, how did he get? How it, did he it, even? Because so you, you sit you sit at the table, okay? I I sit across him, and this is where this is actually one of my moments where where I felt very proud of myself because I wasn't expecting this. Uh -huh. I went 6-0, remember, before this. So it, it was a it was a high rank table, like first, second row. And all his cards were Korean. And this was Whoa. modern format, not standard. There, so it's there's a ton of cards. Older set. And I was surprised that when we started playing, it wasn't a thing. We just played. You you recognized his cards. I recognized <laughs> all his cards. He recognized all of my cards. And to myself, I felt like, <laughs> bro... <laughs> and but, I beat him. Yeah, but that's yeah. that's kind of like he's a pro tour player, by the way. Like nice. He topped eight the future pro tours or something. Like that. Yeah, I think that's what's nice in Magic. That like the art is good enough that you know what the card is. It's like more it's memorable. also they kind of look alike at one point, but it's like the playable cards are the at least are distinct enough. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so you're. But my first uh, TCG was Pokemon. <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah, it's a complete. Did you really yeah. play Pokemon? Yeah, or well, just I, was, collect I it? was a gymnader. <laughs> oh, well, that's nice. I also played Pokemon competitively. <laughs> I just realized that Magic has a lot of cards that are really hard to cast. Like you're talking about five to cast, four to cast, six yeah, to we, cast. I have cards that have no casting cost. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, so your your wrap up for the the wrap up is my first ECG is just Pokemon. Which never didn't talk at all. That's a but I still have my decks. <laughs> all right, and that's our show. Thanks for listening to the Random Pinoy Geek podcast. This has been your host Sushi with Alvin and Jr. And remember, it's okay to geek out as long as, as you, you know, know when, when to stop. stop.